Hey, 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 everybody. How's it going? Welcome to another edition of Full Exposure with me, your host, Brian Kelly. I'm just going to dive right in, guys. I'm super pumped about this episode. Today's guest is Adrian Butler. Adrian, or as uh, his friends call him and everybody else in the community calls him A.B., So Adrian A.B. Butler is a DJ, streetwear designer, rapper, and music producer based in West Michigan. He's somehow successfully merged all of these very diverse and natural talents into a business enterprise that continues to grow and evolve year after year. So what keeps a multifaceted guy like A.B. up at night? Well, turns out I'm really glad I asked him during this episode because it's a mix of a lot of different stuff. Sometimes it's the constant fountain of ideas running through his head or the pressures of running a business. And at times it's the adjustment to recently becoming a, quote, sitcom dad, as he calls it, unquote, with three different children of very diverse ages. Uh, A.B., as a, as a DJ, uh, his sets are legendary. They're a cool mix of timeless classics, underground bangers, and everyone's favorite songs that can often turn the stiffest corporate parties into a late-night rager. I've seen that many times when A.B.'s, a. Uh, uh, when I've been at an event with him. There's always some dude on the dance floor who's like, I didn't know that dude could dance, and he could dance like that. Maybe in a good or bad way. Who knows? But anyway, AB seamlessly blends old and new music, crisscrossing genres, and tapping into a deep understanding of what gets people up and out of their seats and onto the dance floor. But at the heart of this episode with AB is his love of Grand Rapids and his desire to continue to grow outside of the region, something that is both a huge challenge for him and frustrating at times. So every entrepreneur can relate to, to different facets of AB's journey. And I know you'll find ways to relate to this conversation as well. What a w- couple of weeks we've had. I, I, uh, before we get right into the conversation, um, we've just had a lot of progress around some different sponsorships. I hope to be announcing some things in the next uh, few weeks. And um, I just continue to be blown away by people's uh, enthusiasm for the podcast. And I, if you're listening now, just know you individually, I appreciate you and taking time. Um, there's a lot of podcasts out there. And the fact that you're even uh, made it this far into any of our episodes uh, and that you come back and listen again and again is uh, so gratifying to me. Um, lots more plans this summer and uh, into the fall. Got some exciting guests, and like I said, um, I think we're very close to some very unique um, partnerships uh, with the podcast. So, hey, sky's the limit, and uh, you'll find that uh, with AB, the sky's the limit with his talent. This is one of the most talented guys uh, I've ever met, and uh, his hustle and grind and his vision for his uh, street apparel, his uh, music, uh, how he grows his business is, is certainly inspiring. So, Without further ado, this episode is brought to you by Brian Kelly Photography and Film and Brian Kelly Productions, and just reach out to me if you're considering a photo or video project uh, of any size uh, this year. All right, here we go. Here's me and AB in my studio. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. No, you're the rich baritone guy. I, um... What do you think of the quality of this rig and this mixer, huh? I mean, I like you probably it. are, uh, you're probably pretty jealous. Well, no, actually, I, I kind of am. <laughs> what? When you can use small stuff like that, it's cool. When it works. Well, true. When there's like less things happening in a, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all those old, like, um, like all those old luxury cars from like the 90s. Right. You know, like, it's just like a all couple kinds of, of crazy buttons. stuff. Oh, and then, with like, the crazy it, early technology. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, things go wrong. And then you're, like, yeah. fixing stuff all the time. I had a know? friend who had a BMW probably in the early 2000s. Like, one, you know, he bought it or he leased it new. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, a top of the line thing. Yeah. And he had it about five months. And he's like, I'm getting rid of this thing. Because it was in the shop for all the electronic problems he yeah, was having. Yeah. He loved the ride and the drive, but it's like, for I sure. can't get this to sync. <laughs> this doesn't work anymore. Then the, the heated seat, I don't know. Oh, it was yeah, just everything. Yeah. yeah, it's too hot on my left cheek, and it's cold on my right <laughs> yeah. cheek. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you think uh, 
do you do you like sparkling champagne? What do you think the Moda Vijou? Oh, Vijay, Moda wow. Vijay, <laughs> put you on the spot right away. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, Dre, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. We did a, a Super Dre was in. Yeah, so she brought some in for you. No, she didn't. You That's guys didn't have mimosas while you drank. No, and I just I'm uh, not gonna forgive her. <laughs> I almost didn't do her episode. I almost <laughs> shelved it. I was uh, like, no, this isn't happening now. Because uh, I mean, I, I love mimosas. Yeah, I think it's a great. A great way to, you know, get some vitamin C and start your day. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't, I don't drink champagne like, yeah, constantly. You know what I mean? What's so, your, what's your drink of choice? Do you have a like one that's whiskey and ice? Just yeah. whiskey and ice. <laughs> Is there a brand? Is there a go-to thing? Uh, right now, don't expect a gift in the mail. Oh no, they better send something to me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like just like normal stuff. Buffalo yeah. Trace and Woodford Reserve, yeah, yeah. like stuff like Easy that. Easy stuff. Yeah, I'm well, not. I'm not into. Um, my palate is not developed enough. I don't think to appreciate some of the. Uh, all right, I like this about you already because you're not. You're not. You're not. Uh, as the kids say, you're not fronting on anything. Now. You're just saying, <laughs> I, I don't know anything. And I'm the same way with photography and stuff too. It's like I yeah. know what I know, but I like I'm not gonna try to BS people yeah, into yeah, knowing what yeah. I don't. Because the real, the real. The whiskey aficionados of, of the world will see through it, you know. Well, that's life in general, isn't it? There's always somebody yeah. that knows way more than you do yeah. about any subject. And you can all, be and awesome at something. Yeah, and there's also people that act like they know more than you <laughs> at subjects, and they don't. So like, Those are I the just, people I don't like so much. But. The realism is, um, I don't know. That's what I like. Yeah. That's, what I, that's, what I, that's what I try to try to do for myself, you know what I mean? Um, right. I was just—it's funny you say this because I was just having this conversation about. Um, I feel like I've had this conversation like five times in the last two days, um, just about like the whole like social media. Um, you know, how real is it? How fake is it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know when you when you get likes from from all these people on a post, yeah, right. and, then, and then you see them at the grocery store, and you try to say hi, and then they, <laughs> they like look away. I'm like, wait, you have another. I know you know who I am. (laughs) I have another friend that I text with quite frequently. And the other odd thing about social media is, or texting, whatever, is we'll have these pretty uh, complicated discussions, could be about something, it doesn't matter what, and you're texting about it. And then a week later, I'll see that person in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like ghost that conversation. Like, it's like, Like you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? (laughs) You bring that conversation up. And then you're like, oh, yeah, it's almost like it didn't happen. I'm like, well, oh, it seems like it's it's such a vacuum. So, 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 yeah, so you think like, so, so, wow, that's, that's a big deal because um, there's a different personality when you're, when you're typing than when you're talking, right? Like, is that, that's, so, so trying to. Well, this person's pretty reserved and quiet in person, but it's like, if we were texting for 20 minutes about something like a, you know, 30 text exchange. Yeah. You'd think there'd be like a follow-up. Hey, uh, you know, it was good. I like this one thing that, you, you know. Anyway, maybe, it's just maybe. weird, but it's happened consistently with just a couple of different people. It's like yeah. you almost don't acknowledge that you were texting about <laughs> something. There was this whole other conversation. So how'd that make, that how'd that make you feel? It <laughs> makes me feel unimportant, maybe. And that's the problem. I need people to pump me up all the time. <laughs> Look at this carcass I'm going around in. It's not exactly the best, uh, hottest uh, model on the uh, road. You look good. You look good. You look good. Black well, t-shirt, gray jeans. Well, that's if they a, can see you, they, I don't think they can see um, the uh, the magnificence of your outfit. I don't think, well, I don't think we have it. I don't videos. think we have you got stand, You'd have to stand up, spin around, I think all I, that stuff. That's a, that brings me a question about your clothing brand because look, well, thank uh, yeah. you for doing the the podcast for one because yeah, you yeah. and I have tried to link up to do photo shoots in the past <laughs> and it just uh, between our schedules it just doesn't work out. It did, it never works, and then you know for years I'm just watching all these photo shoots happen, but hope, one, hoping <laughs> hoping that one day I get, get the, the call, call. <laughs> from your you're down at the Toledo Mud Hens uh, organization and you're hoping to get up mm-hmm. to the Tigers at some point. Yeah. Uh, no, I appreciate that. But the uh, one thing that really struck me about you was uh, I popped into um, Roaster Coffee Shop. Mm-hmm. This is a couple years ago. Yeah, it was. In and the you winter. did, yeah, and you did a pop up shop there. It was kind of before Christmas. Yeah. 
And you had your clothing line there. So you're, you're obviously for the audience, you're, um, you're a talented uh, DJ. You create your, a lot of your own music, but you have one of the more in, unique styles for, well, your adaptable style in terms of the music that you play. You really gear it towards an audience. I think that's what, what uh, makes you so successful is you can read the room. Oh, thank you. And, uh, but you also have this whole other design and fashion side or clothing label side that you were just selling in this, it's one of my, fa- it's probably my favorite coffee shop is Roaster, not to oh, for trash sure. anybody else. But <laughs> the thing is, you're there just doing a pop-up shop and selling gear through the web, you yeah. know, to, to, and uh, I just think that hustle's great. Like it's, uh, it, you do it one by one, right? Can you yeah. talk about just that platform of like you're uh, hustling on multiple levels? So you have clothing. Yeah, clothing. Music. Music. So, so if you look at it as like a pie, um, you know, the DJing is is probably sixty to seventy percent of 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 the pie, and then um, the clothing would would maybe be um, you know like fifteen, and then and then me actually rapping and and writing songs and stuff has has dwindled to about like a ten. And then the other 5% is kind of fun. It's like, just like, you know, pretty boy modeling stuff. You know, like, I I, I I feel like, I feel like I'm like, I feel like I get to be a model like once or twice a year. But that's one thing is, uh, one of the themes of the podcast is, uh, you're photographed a lot. You're very conscious of your brand and you're developing your brand and you use your image and, uh, but your, your catalog site, you know, your shop, Mm -hmm. there's some, there's some really nice photography on there. Thank you. Do you like being photographed? Do you like uh, the process of it? That's a, a question we ask quite a bit on this podcast. We just finished um, a shoot. Yeah, yeah. I I have fun because um, I I feel like I feel like I always look different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel, you know what I mean? I feel like um, you know, like sometimes I'll see photos and I'll be like, oh, like looking kind of tired in this picture. Like, what, what happened? Um, and, and then sometimes I'm, I see photos and I'm, and I'm trying to remember what I was thinking about at the time of the photo. Because I feel like like all those things that are going on in my my head, maybe it's not true, but to me it feels like those end up coming out in the photo in yeah. some way. I think um, there's a presence, uh, even if you're not trying to consciously emote something, whether you you'd mentioned you, you were up, your mind was spinning all last night. Mm-hmm. You look good. You don't look tired. But the point is, <laughs> you know, your mind seems to be grinding a lot. Yeah, know? man. I can't. I, I don't know how to. Um, I don't. So when you're I'm up always at thinking night, about things. So, so so what keeps you up? Is it thinking about the business? Is it music? What what but, kind of all things? of those things. family? I know you have a family. I have a family. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a sitcom dad. All of a sudden, I got three kids and a wife. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. it's like I feel like. And, and, and the age range is ridiculous. You know, I have a 16-year-old, I have a, a kindergartner, uh, and I have like a one-and-a-half-year-old son. <laughs> so, you know, I'm changing diapers and then, you know, arguing about what the, the curfew is for the party. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like it's like everything. Um, but uh, to answer, okay, to answer like your that. question, I do, think about, um, I do think about music quite a bit when I can't sleep. Um, and because there's so there's so much I feel like right now um, <clears throat> there's just like so many new things coming out and there's so many different ways that people are are accessing their music you know what I mean like sure. it's not it's not um, it's not 1997 when you things drop Sam Goody you're and right that's, and, and, and there's one chart that's telling you what everyone's listening to exactly. you know what I'm saying like um How's that impacted your business? Because I, I think technology's done a couple things, and it's affected my industry too. That I can relate to, I think. Yeah. Um, is one the technology has made it easier to make music, so more people can just sit down at a mm-hmm. laptop or you know just have a little bit of gear and start making their own music. Mm-hmm. And then everyone has a platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, everyone social, does. Everyone does, and you, it's global. Yeah. And yep. so it's what you do. So how's that so impacted no... your business? What advantages or Perceived yeah, disadvantages yeah. does it have for you? Well, well, for, for so this is a great question. I wish I would have had this question emailed to man. me last night when yeah. I would, couldn't sleep. I could have. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't even on my list to ask you, but I, I think 
uh, as artists, though, I think to just preface it again is my industry's upside down now. Like anyone can take good photo with your phone. Like uh, yeah. I'm saying that companies and corporations, what they used to have to hire photographers to do on a very basic level, not even like high level photography, mm-hmm. but they still needed a professional photography to, to execute back in the film days or early digital days. Okay. And now you can just hand, uh, you know, you can have somebody yeah. document an event and just put it out on social. They just need more content. And the quality, just as a baseline of the technology, is provided better photography, better videography. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's I, exciting, I but that. it's also like, holy crap, I've been in the game long enough to go, yeah, there's whole sides of the business that's eroded away. Yeah. But I'm interested in your that sort of so, idea on the music side. Well, yeah, because um, I'm, I'm older, obviously, um, than, you know, so... Than the 18, 20 year olds. The, yeah, so, so the like 14 that, year olds making stuff in their bedroom. Yep, yep. So that that age group, um, they don't they don't have uh, they don't have like a like a filtering process where they um, have to. I don't see it um, as a way where they have to like prove themselves to anyone before they put this this art or this music mm-hmm. or whatever it is into the world. Right, like they don't. There's no, there's nothing stopping them from, from the day they decide that they want to rap, they can go on YouTube and grab a beat and rap and and put it out, right? Right. It's um, instant. There's no, but there's no, there's no like, oh shit. There's these like really great rappers that go to my school and 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 every day at lunch they have a cipher and and they <laughs> they battle each other and they and they trade yeah. rhymes and and I got to get into that cipher to like establish myself as an artist. Yeah. And that's going to make me nervous, right? Like, I have to prove myself to these people that, that I look up to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that whole that whole piece of it is, is seems to be gone. Um, and so then also... Well, that whole coming up, I am just thought of uh, why that came up. The visual I got while you were talking about the cipher and all that was yeah. 8 Mile and Eminem. You know, there, oh, there's yeah. that whole proving ground <laughs> and the battles and then sure, getting booed sure. off and yeah. you know, going back and working on your craft. Well, no, the getting booed off, though. Yeah. Right? Like, right. that's important. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I got, um, I don't. I look back at like times when I improved, and it was typically after like some sort of the worst things that happened. Rejection, right? you yeah. know what I'm saying? Some sort of, yeah. you know what I mean? When I when I was at the height of my powers with the ladies, it was it was after a lot of rejection had happened, and, <laughs> and I just didn't care anymore. And, and then I was like, I was like, this it's actually fun to just be myself and not be trying to impress. Yeah, you know people you know what i mean so um i think i think that it's weird that 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 kids um not that it's their fault you know what i'm saying but that's just how it is now they don't have to they don't have to do that so i do think that um it has raised the level of um like everybody can buy a controller and and dj from their laptop sure for a couple hundred dollars so um i think that it forces me to um just continue to improve this is kind of how I look at it because Dude, I, don't, I don't think I don't think that you can know, I jump on that? Because, yeah, jump on it, jump on it. Because the only thing differentiating me now is my experience technically for lighting and and different things from because everyone can take a good photo, right? Solid photo outdoors. You don't even need light. You know, cameras and the sensors and technology will make sure you have enough. And now you can put a cool filter on it. You know, okay. it's like click, plug, play for anything, but. The only thing now that I, I still am grinding to get better and learn every mm-hmm. shoot, and I've been 20 some years in the game doing this full time, no net. And it's, <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse because uh, the blessing is it keeps me motivated because I know if I don't continue to try to innovate and get better, yeah, then I'm not, nothing's really going to separate me from the, the herd of. For sure. Average, whatever yeah. that is. And I'm not trying to say I'm way better or anything like that, but the point is that once you've developed a particular style that you're known for and your mm-hmm. audience is expecting, you still have to surprise people and come out with things that aren't expected and grow through that, you know, grow through just, like, not doing the same thing all the time. Man, that's <laughs> that's so true. And it's... Um, I don't think that... that I don't think that people that don't, that haven't done something uh, for like a, an extended period of time 
can understand that, right? Like, it's it's really easy to be like really cool at at art or really great at a sport, yeah, uh, or really great at your profession for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But like after you get to that point where like you're looking around and like you're never gonna say this out loud. You're never gonna say out loud like oh, I'm, I'm killing it right now. But like right. after you feel like that, yeah, then what? Because like there's constantly new well, new, new kids on the block, right? There's there's constantly like mm-hmm. new things happening, and then you're getting bored. Yeah. So like, how do you make it fun for yourself? And then like, so like, so when you see, I don't know, man. That when that's what amazes me about um, artists like Pharrell, or um, you know, what I'm saying like um, a basketball player like Michael Jordan. You know, yeah. what I'm saying not that like they did like. The, the, the individual, like, accomplishments, uh, the specific moments or the specific songs or whatever, but it's just, like, for 20 years, like, this dude right. has been better than everybody else and has done it in a way that's, like, true to, to himself, and, you know what I'm saying? During that time period, they, during were, his style. they were all learning from Jordan, that athletically, the mood. So they were... Yeah. He elevated the game because he made other people and his competitors that much better around him because they could watch him they may not be as athletically talented or as determined or just that killer instinct that he has that's another level but the point is look at the game now it's so athletic yeah yeah yeah. and but he changed it and i think that happens in music it happens in photography there's always someone who comes and changes it for sure but Uh, if you look at like or if you look at like um like a beyonce you know what i'm saying like performing at this high level mm -hmm. for such for such a long time and 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 being relevant yeah, it'd be irrelevant, but also, like, listen to her music now and listen to it 10 years ago, it, it doesn't sound the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's still, but it, but it's still her. Yeah. That's, that's hard to do. But so. I think the, the thing that I don't think part of the music industry, and this might be my impression, and you maybe you can speak to it, is Beyonce can also work with all whatever producers. So she's uh, open to collaboration and not owning it and saying... I can only create this, and I will decide what it sounds like. I'll collaborate with people who actually can help elevate and bring something that I couldn't bring to a particular album or a song. Yeah. Because that technology is always changing, too. Like, but you know, what, like, So what you just said, though, is uh, uh, an element that um, is important for like all artists that are trying to improve and, and do something, and that's like the humility and being able to say that, like, I want to yeah. create this thing, and I can't. I can't do it all. Right. Right? Like, I need help. I mean, she's Beyonce, and she's like, I'm going to ask so-and-so because I so respect uh, this producer, that uh, yeah. that beat maker, right? You know, wh- whoever's in that circle to yeah. make an album that uh, she's, like, open enough yeah, to get her gazillions of dollars and her fame <laughs> and her talent to say, I can, I can collab. I can do things that I wouldn't be able to do before. That's 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 hard. I to think do, I right? like that we're talking about Beyonce in the context of ourselves <laughs> and what we I do. I can't. I know. I don't. Isn't I it great that we I don't know play. who I can compare myself to right now? But Beyonce seems to be an easy. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be Lady Gaga. You be Beyonce. <laughs> I just uh, want to collaborate, AB. Dude, I just want to learn, that's like funny. Gaga. I just, uh, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, but I think we can I, learn I, from I, popular I culture. You, like learn that's, from people, you talked though. about Pharrell, like yeah. you know, like staying relevant and that talented and put out the amount of uh, variety and <coughs> learning and exploring. And now he's you know producing like he's it's everything. But it's just this fountain of creativity that he's. It's not just one funnel either. You know, it's not no, coming he's, at you he's in a, one way. I'm watching Despicable Me three with my kids, and I'm like, oh, Pharrell did the soundtrack again. And I need to go download these songs because I love them. You know what I mean? Like it's right. it's, yeah. So it's it's great to see. Um, yeah, I just I just uh, I, there was an original question that I think we started with about like what do I think about when I can't sleep, and then we yeah. ended up here. <laughs> That's <laughs> how is, it goes. This is the amazing thing about <laughs> about conversation <laughs> and podcasts. So above and uh, uh, your fashion line. Okay, so so. Fashion. Well, I just want to get into that because yeah. I really like it, and I'm uh, I bought some stuff for my daughters. They're all mm-hmm. into it. You have a level of, uh, I would say, market 
penetration in Grand Rapids that's pretty remarkable for a guy who's just doing his own designs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. really, uh, well, it's, it's remarkable to me that kids, I'm talking kids, teens, teen girls, they know your brand and they like to wear it as opposed to, you know, name the, you know, they're For not sure. all wearing Supreme. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's, that's, um, that's awesome. So, so the challenge is, is, uh, how do I, I look at that as a problem now. <laughs> In what <laughs> I'm, like, a problem? I'm like, what did I do wrong that I can't do this? Everywhere, you know, oh, that's, sure, that's sure. How, you know, how do I, how do I, how do I do that? How do you expand outside yeah, of the area? outside of the area and reach, reach the, the Midwest or reach yeah. a, a bigger market, you know what I mean? And those are the um, things you're thinking about. So that's, and those are some of the things you, right? I'm thinking about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like a constant, uh, a constant frustration. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like a, it, any, any, any success leads to like a question of like how well, and why did that happen and why is, always... and why is that not happening again? Yeah with such regularity that like I don't have to you know well I'm the same way right is it the I don't know if the grass is greener or there's just another ring of influence that you want it happens to me with photography like I, I want to do more national okay. work more branding work more you know work on campaigns that are initiated out of New York or LA or Chicago right. or whatever yeah, yeah. it's like I'm very happy with my backyard of Grand Rapids that's awesome yeah but at the same time it's like uh, you know I, I can't I can't just rely on that i need to yeah no that's uh. <laughs> but uh, when i read your bio though on your web page uh what's your web page again everything ab.com and your bio is very grand rapids centric like it looks it's it's about grand rapids your well, audience is grand rapids you've hung your hat on gr so what uh, well, two parts here. to that question so, okay yeah is what's great about GR? How mm-hmm. have you been able to leverage and hustle and be as successful you are as a DJ, uh, music writer, producer, performer, and also with this clothing brand? What is it? What's the special sauce about Grand Rapids? I know you came here, but like, or I'm from you, here. you're from here. I mean, yeah, I meant yeah, to say, yeah, from yeah, here. I'm from here. And so, um, and then I think the piece that is missing for a lot of people is that I was trying to be a rapper for a long time I mean I still do rap but like that was in MC hip hop that was like the lane that I that I was really uh, pursuing hard from I would say 2008 through 2012 that was like my main thing and so um, doing that um, you have to all the things that that I'm doing now I had to I had to do then and wasn't really getting paid well for <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? so like like the yeah. the promotion of of a show the promotion of your music uh making videos um networking like like all of these things um were things that that in that in that world uh were necessary um to to have success you know what I mean so um it just kind of um that was that was where I think I, I started to meet and make a lot of the connections that I, that I still have now mm-hmm. um and that's where I started to to meet um, and, and cross paths with a lot of people from different different worlds in in the city. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so, you but seem I think, to enjoy a mobility uh, across everything, which is I think <laughs> unique because I think you're respected in you know more of the hip hop genre in town. You're also entertaining. At, what would be perceived as stuffy sort of gala events for big organizations, yeah, but yeah. you turn them into amazing, well, they have to turn fun into parties. Dance parties. <laughs> they always turn into dance parties. There's one client in particular that we share that I'm always like, uh, I'm always amazed. Who's is this going to be a dance party? Is it, yeah. is it with him? This dude's out there? <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that guy's usually wearing a lab coat and uh, he's yeah. completely tearing it down on the dance floor. It's fun. But, it's fun. That's, that's, that's a fun thing to, to, to watch a room go from, yeah. from stuffiness and, uh, you know, pretension and, <laughs> and, and, and just people like walking around like, like um like they're ready for a photo yeah. at all times yeah. to to then like yeah. the the fun debauchery at the <laughs> at the end of the night. Well pivoting back to Grand Rapids. Is I love, there, I love, is there I love, something about that I about think, Grand yes, Rapids that's it's to in, your yep, mobility it's been to what my, does it it's speak been, to? It's been to my advantage that the city um has elements of like um just like that it's conservative and that it's uh small and that it, 
and that it uh, in general. You know what what I'm about the conservatism is good? Well, I, I, it, it, it makes you stand out when you do something different. You right. know what I'm saying? When you, when you go, oh, I like when that. You, when you go against... I didn't expect that, and that's a perfect... Yeah, when you go, against, like, when you go against the grain, all of a sudden, like, you stand out, and, mm-hmm. and you realize that that's probably what, like, a lot of these... A lot of people want to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? But for one reason or another, they, they, they can't or they don't feel like they can. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I just never... Um, even even growing up, and, and I'm obviously I'm black, so like, if I can just like speak about like you know a little bit of, uh, on the race side of things, like yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like this the 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 traditions and and the conservatism, like I, I feel like it 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 shows itself in different ways in different communities too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, can we get real about that right now? Well, so I, yeah. So I, like I, I don't I don't think I ever felt like um, like I growing growing up in Grand Rapids. Um, I went to Ottawa Hills, um, so I, I grew up on the southeast side of, of the city, and um, you've, you've, you're, you know, you're familiar with, like, how you can go three blocks this way. And, yeah. And, uh, well, I live in Ottawa Hills where the... Oh, yeah, you're, the, like, right the, in the, the middle. Iroqu- where Iroquois? the old Iroquois yeah. middle was. Yeah, and, and I grew up on Calvin, so I was, like, right around yeah. the corner from exactly. Mighty Mini. Yeah, and my brother-in-law used to live on Calvin on the okay. other side of Hall Street. Yeah. And it's very true, like, uh, you go just really two or three blocks... And it's it's a different economic zone. Yeah. And then I'm yeah. I live two doors outside of East Grand Rapids. Yeah. And then it's a whole other thing that's oh for sure for sure. So but yeah, anyway, so, not to so, we, so your point. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's so um, so, so I was able to see. I feel like from where I grew up, I was able to see like different different ways of living. Yeah. Um, different way. You know, I mean, I had I had uh, I had I had a pretty um, diverse neighborhood that I lived in. Um, I had lots of black friends. I had lots of white friends. Um, and I had lots of friends uh, from both racial groups that, um, that were doing well and and that weren't doing well, like Mm -hmm. financially, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but, uh, it was, I was always, I I feel like, you know, um, I was always like, I always liked to read. So, um, I feel like I was always observant. Um, and I like to write as well, you know what I mean? So I think that that, that helped. Helped you just, process things. Yeah, and yeah, and just um, eventually noticing that, um, yeah, like I, did I fit in with, I, I fit in with who I fit in with, you know what I'm saying? And and, right. and, and that there, are, there are some black kids, you know, my best friend in high school is black, you know what I mean? Um, but then I, I had a, some great friends from the baseball team that were white, you know what I mean? Like, right. so like it, it just, it, and it just, you start to see that like, you just fit in with who you fit in with. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it gets, and you know, I tried to fit in with, um, yeah, my church was black mostly. Um, so that was, that was a, you know, I, that was an influence in, in who I am now too. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's just, it's just been like a, a I'm trying to, th- I'm like thinking through this as I'm talking. Yeah. Um, I just think that I started to just realize that like you, you can only be yourself, right? Like you can obviously there's spaces where you where where you can also where you can also go where where that won't be the case. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I was always in both spaces. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you well, know. That, that's what I'm talking about—the mobility that you have in this sort of ease, at least from my perception. And again, I, I don't know you very well I at think, all. I we think just, I think you, you can know. break people down to like their people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, like it's it, you know what I mean? So like, I I'm comfortable talking to like whoever, right? Um, and and I I think that um, to a certain degree, um, I'm. I don't learn well. I didn't learn well in, in college. Like that was not like a good environment for me to. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do like to learn from people. Well, yeah, and so I'm a visual I, learner. I think I'm kind of selfish like, that way. So like when yeah. I meet new people or meet people, yeah. like I'm trying to like absorb something from them. You it's know the best I mean? I part like, of my job is like the camera is a conduit to people I never would have met in the first place. Yeah. You know, and even us sitting down having this conversation, it wouldn't happen if I wasn't a photographer first. The whole premise is you got to come yeah, and I've got to yeah. do a portrait of you and then we'll sit down and talk. But the point of these collisions that have happened, it didn't matter if it was 
somebody really well-known or a top CEO or it was just a, a student at a school. Like, didn't, depending on who the client was, I was forced to okay. interact with all kinds of people, which early on I wasn't that comfortable doing. But over mm-hmm. time, I take more of your approach, which I appreciate you mentioning, is just the the openness and the, the idea of saying, what can I learn from this interaction with no preconceptions of who they are, what yeah. they bring to the table? They'll bring it to the table. Yeah, yeah. Because... It it's will. just us to be like uh, <laughs> listening, like a uh, you know receive the information, and that's a lot about. It is fun to see, like, um, yeah, because people always surprise you too. You know what I mean? Always. Like, so yeah. that's that's fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I I just uh, I just this is this this is great. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, man. this is this is good to talk about this. Um, I didn't mean that like as a wrap up. <laughs> I thought you were running my show there for a second. I was like, oh, all right. Well, uh, you were like, thanks for having me on, Brian. No, I no, because to- when I leave here, I'm going to be thinking about this conversation. It's gonna it's gonna help me. Uh, well, we were talking you know, just before the photo approach. shoot that I was really interested in because what I'm trying to learn about now is how can I learn from other creative industries that mm-hmm. are not my industry. It's not photography or videography or, you know, productions that are a, pr- a production studio that I have, but I look very, there's a lot of similarities in how we have to go about doing business. You have mm-hmm. requests. It's like they're hiring you mm-hmm. to perform because they expect something of you and your brand and yeah. what you can bring to the table. It's the same thing for photography. But my point was earlier we were talking about I'm trying to say yes to more types of opportunities, no matter what uh, the budget may be. Or I'll do, I'll, I'll do projects that don't, uh, pay me, uh, you know, uh, what other projects might yeah. only interested in who, who that, who that entity is, who that person is. And you were relating that to, I asked you very specifically, like, are you able to scale up and down? And you said something great, which I'd love to you to dive into again. It was like, when there's opportunities, when there's a good creative opportunity, mm-hmm. it's sometimes worth taking less money yeah, yeah, for the creative opportunity or for the audience. So talk about how you leverage scaling up and down what you might be paid to do something yeah, yeah. based so, on your own perception of that um, event or <clears throat> that audience or whatever it might be. Yeah, so if, um, yeah, if I get to do something that is going to be, um, you know, more, more challenging for me, you know what I mean? Like something that, like, um, as a DJ, I'm going to have to... Um, really, really think about, you know, as opposed to something where, like, the audience wants all the songs that they've always heard right. for the last 10 years. You cool know what I mean? the game, celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruno Mars, <laughs> yeah. Michael Jackson, Justin Timberlake. Go, to, go down the list. You know, say, like, like yeah. you know, and there's nothing wrong with those artists. Those right. artists are great. They make amazing music. Um, and I still spin that stuff, and I still have fun with it. Don't get me wrong. But, like, yeah. when I can do something that um, is outside of that, and that's going to uh, stretch stretch me, or or, um, or or sometimes there's 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 those times where like it, it's going to be as an artist, um, I look up to other artists. If I get a chance to 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 play music with them or or for them, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's fulfilling in a in a whole different way. You know what I mean? Like I've got there's a couple of DJs that um, that are in Grand Rapids that I look up to. You know what I mean? That. Um, when they're at my events, I'm like, oh, sweet, like, this is cool. Like, I, I've been listening to him forever, and I, I, I like this dude. And yeah. I want him to hear this, this song or this mix or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So um, that's cool. So, like, those, those, those chances to, um, to be in front, and sometimes to be in front of a different audience um, that I wouldn't normally get paid well to, to be in front of, or I'm not getting paid well, and I'm doing it for this audience. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be learning things. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna be um, I'm gonna be able to try like new new music and and maybe it's a, it's an audience of people that are like like you know not into everything else that everybody else is into. You know what I mean? And they have more specific tastes, and so that's gonna be fun uh, for me to. Um, to and dive then I into think that. you know what you were saying. And too, then I that, can grow that way, right? Because like because I think that's 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 what we're. That's what it sounds like you're trying to do, and that's what I'm trying to do too. And like, like, how do we find ways? How do you find ways to like grow in your craft? Um, and and sometimes that means uh, well, and sometimes the small collaboration you might do because you're interested in 
that project or that event or that audience. And you do it for a lot less than you might normally do it. Uh, I'm also in it, not just for the creative experience, but also those smaller projects sometimes lead to a, a more formal relationship, uh, oh, yeah, bigger yeah, yeah. projects later. Like, yeah, and if I can help creative, that's the other thing, is sometimes it almost, it's almost it doesn't seem to add up, but almost the more creative control or influence I can have on a project, I'll actually end up more interested in maybe doing it for less yeah. because I have <laughs> a full creative control. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes the biggest budgets that I work on, I have the least amount of control. Oh yeah. That's, you that's, know, it's that, a weird sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. It's like you're, I, so you're paying me a lot that. for this and that's awesome. <laughs> but like, I'm not really bringing my little yeah. special sauce and there's a fit for all those projects. I don't, I'm not criticizing any particular project I work on or a client I'm working on. It's just a weird sort of thing. Sometimes yeah. I really will bite on something hard because I have to think more. I have to think about their brand, their audience. How am I going to shape imagery? How am I going to shape storytelling? And then because of that energy and that sort of opportunity to control yeah. things and really speak into it okay. from, from a lot of different levels, it actually makes me more motivated to do it, and I might take the opportunity for many times less than I might, um, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were talking about there are certain events that are bread and butter. It's like, no, I, I'm going to need my full rate. And you're lucky to be very busy. You know, I mean, you're you're working all the time, at least from me, for from my perspective. It seems yeah. like you're just hustling. And no, grinding. my wife would agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the challenge of family life and working a night job, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, man, it's it's been... I, I, it's been a blessing to to do to do what I do as as my full time job. Um, I think one thing that helps is that um, the attention that um, I try to pay to each um, each client, yeah, and like fulfilling like their what their what their vision is. You know what I'm saying too. But like as a DJ, I can go in different directions. You know what I mean? Right. I mean I don't do much country, so like country. Um, as there a, shouldn't as a, as be a, genre, a market for country as, as a genre. I, I, tend to recommend other DJs for that. Yeah. Um, but but you can make... You're not doing you know, a each event, down each party? Event, each event feels different. Each event, like, I'm not playing the same music yeah. every time. You know what I mean? Like, the mixes are different. Yeah. Um, and that's that's cool. And then and then the energy of each event is different, too. So, like, being observant and, and reading the room, as you said before earlier, is, like, very important. So, like, yeah. I think one of the things for, 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 for me... Um, and probably for you too is like just like personal connections, because like regardless cool. of regardless of like um, that brings us back to Grand Rapids though. It's an easy town, <laughs> it's an easy town to navigate in, and, it, and yeah. people will open other doors for you, or like one event will lead to other people coming up and talking oh, sure. to you about their event yep. and whatever it might be. I'm specifically thinking of corporate work, but the 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 point is. Um, I think once you're in the game, it be, the referrals come a little bit easier. But at the at the very core of that is that personal interaction with one person, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, I think you do a good job of exp really tone, really like keying in on somebody, at least listening and how what their vibe is about and how you can interact with them in that moment that feels authentic, which authentically leads to other work, you know, or yeah. other opportunities, I would say. Does that seem fair? That's fair. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, but, yeah, Grand Rapids is, is, a, is, is still small enough that you can, um, you can be all, like, <laughs> I have a friend that we always talk about, like, it, like a, we use a Wild West analogy, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, you know, you, it's, it's, it's a frontier, you know what I'm saying? You can... Decide to do something, you can do it. You know what I mean? Like you can actually still make a mark. You know what I mean? Like you can right. come up with, you know, whatever whatever that means for for whoever in whatever industry. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. there's 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 still um, there's a space. It's not it's not so crowded. Well, you don't seem to be uh, personally. You don't you don't seem to be afraid to fail. Like it's like if you're interested in a clothing line because you mm -hmm. like some you like. You'll put out a clothing line. There are, the stakes are smaller now that you don't have to put a yeah. million dollars into developing it and For creating sure. inventory. You can like, okay, I'm going to design this. I'm going to prototype something. I'm yeah. going to wear it to a few events. Then I'll put it up on my site. 
and just test it. And some things go and some things don't. And yeah. I think the fact that you're able to not be afraid to try things and that attitude of like, if you want to do something, if you set your mind to it in this community, uh, you know, it's possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But does anything replace the grind and the hustle behind it? Like, it's nothing. <laughs> what's easy about life, man? What's the secret, A.V.? You make life look effortless. Oh, do I? <laughs> At least through the prism of social. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I think uh, finding time to chill is the secret. <laughs> <laughs> Work hard and chill hard. Is uh, that yeah, what you're saying? yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think I don't. I don't necessarily feel like um, oh, this is a cliche thing to say, but like. I don't feel like I'm working a whole lot all the time. I feel like I feel like I'm busy, but I don't always feel like I'm, I'm like I'm not like this is hard work. You know what I mean? Like that's so mm-hmm. so I is that <laughs> just because you've aligned your passion with? I think uh, it's because I I love what I do. Yeah, a lot, um, and I have support of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with well, it, that's with it so true. You need that you know I mean? support. So that there's not there's not a uh, there's not like a there's not like a conflict there, you know what I mean? Where, I mean, I mean there is when it comes to time sure. and stuff yeah, like that. Dude, I'm Don't there get me too. wrong, but like, it's like you're gone and yeah, but but they, they are happy that that I'm happy and that that this is like the way to to provide. You know what I mean? Like that. Well, what are the, it's rare air that you're able to do what you do. I feel the same way about what I'm doing. Like, what a privilege for 22 years to to make oh, yeah. a living with cameras yeah. and photography and video. Like that's to to survive to go through the ups and downs i still have a roller coaster of oh, income yeah. you yeah. know it's like yeah what <laughs> where's my is my internet working cuz i'm not getting many emails right now and then i have to yeah. think and then i got to go out and hustle hard and then other times it's uh, i don't know what to do because i'm busy but yeah but i think it's just i feel fortunate as i hear you speaking to it too it's just it's really lucky to be able to align your passion creatively and your talent with something you can provide for your family for i don't think there's a bigger victory not that you have to make tons of money doing it i don't mm-hmm. make tons of money but i do okay i do well but at the same time uh i wouldn't take a higher income right now ever to do something that oh, I yeah. don't like doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no amount of money you can give me to make me be miserable for 50 hours a week. Uh, I know, man. That's that's uh, that's the thing. And, and so there's, like, some stress relief, like, uh, inherently, like, in, in in what I do and probably in what you do. You know, when you're, when you're trying to, uh, when you're doing f- photos and ideas are coming and you're, you're shooting people, you're not thinking about, like, all the other problems, <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Nice and when I'm, when I'm DJing, it's like I'm not, I'm not, right. I'm not, I can't think about like. Well, even this conversation is a bubble. You know, I'm not thinking. That's why I like doing this podcast. Is I get to combine the photo shoot aspect of it. Mm-hmm. We get to shoot video of our conversation, but all we have is the moment that we're in right now. You know, and if you're focused on, okay, I'm with my family right now, so I'm going to try to focus and not think about ten other things, and my head yeah. is in another place. I'm trying to do be more conscious of that. I'm saying it like I do it all the time, <laughs> but I don't. But I'm no, no, saying no, no, that no. it's like this thing that yeah. in the voice I'm trying to like, okay, right now I'm with A.B. We're yeah. having a conversation. Yeah. I'm put, try to put all my focus on it. When we were doing the photo shoot, my focus is on that. And then when I get home tonight, hopefully I, I need to do better with that because it's easy to work too much at home too. Yeah. But uh, be yeah. present in whatever moment we're in right now. So That's a good way to... Um, that's... That's how kind of uh, I approach my my events, or yeah. try to approach the, all the different the different things that I do. Yeah, you know, like I, if I'm doing it, I'm I'm focused on it, and I'm, I'm making it the best it can be at, at that time. Yeah, I don't know if that's um, I'm trying to you know, I've got ADD too, so like being able to bounce around. I think helps. So I think that's why I bounce around in all these yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard. I don't know if so. I have classic ADD, but if you watch my work, well, I don't know if I, I have think... it classically. But yeah. I had a counselor tell me that. Yeah. I probably should go to an adult 
ADD class. Yeah. Yeah. My ADD is like, What's I'll yours? open an email. I'll, wor- I'll write, reply to an email, and it'll take like, I'll write four sentences. And then I'll like go over to social and I'll post something on social. <laughs> and I not finish the email. I should just finish the email. It's almost done. And then I'll do something else. And then I'll get up from the computer. And it's like two hours later, I still haven't hit send on the draft of that email. And <laughs> But I, everything I was doing wasn't wasting time. No. It was all things I needed to do. But I just don't do them in a siloed approach. Like, I can just zero in and finish. I just I'm spread out all over. I think a lot of creatives are like that, actually. Yeah. Hmm. I, I admire those people that can just... <laughs> but then we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. We'd be an accountant, no, you know, no. or a so, see, CFO I need, I need one of those in a people, big business. If you're listening to this, you're one of those people <laughs> that can just do those tasks, like boom, 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 boom. Come shadow you for a day. And no, they, they, I, I would like to, them to be on my team. Oh, they can help. They can help me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They can be the... Well, and I've had that off and on. I've had project managers where it's like I could delegate to things Mm -hmm. and I knew that they could, they were task oriented. I guess I'm less task oriented. I have tasks I need to do. I Mm -hmm. have to do lists. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to, when you can delegate half of that, I can, it's such a weight. Sometimes I feel like when I'm really busy and I, there's a whole plethora of things that need to be done, I'm least effective because I get a little like, whoa, where do I start? Right. And sometimes if I could just like slide some more, I've used producers, I've had project managers and stuff and I flex up and down. Man, am I efficient if I have a little bit of help. So if anyone wants to work (laughs) with AB's team, help this guy out. Um, I got one last question. I know your time constraint is, uh, I I really do like your your clothing line. I was looking again at the shop. I've got new stuff coming out. Why don't I just talk about that? Let's talk about that. But I have another question is, if a guy like me is wearing your brand, is that a bad thing for your brand? Like Uh, when you see somebody, you know, no. I come on, man. A guy like you, uh, a successful (laughs) a successful (laughs) photographer. I'm just saying you see your clothing (laughs) physically hanging on a guy like me, my age, my profile. It it probably isn't good for your brand, you know? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Then you just look like you just look like oh like that's that's the that's the that's the dude that knows about what's going on like <laughs> age is nothing but a number you know what I mean all right well I'm gonna so get that into doesn't that doesn't even, that doesn't even matter because um I mean like I don't know I, you <laughs> so I'm gonna be the face of your to, next campaign no, no, that's what you said you no. wanted me to model for you that's what you just said I was, that's what I, was, I heard I was about you to didn't do that say thing. it but that's what I heard that I was about to compare my clothing line to Gucci <laughs> and I was gonna talk about how like you'll see like you'll oh, see yeah. old guys with Gucci sure. and you'll see like young kids with like Gucci backpacks you know what I'm saying yeah. so like it doesn't matter yeah true because if, right. if, if, if something's good so, everybody everybody uh, can get down with it you know what yeah. I mean like it's, it's all so well, to wrap this up tell me about wrap the new up. the new uh, clothing line like what are you excited about it and um, I'm excited there, is there anything like a theme to it or anything yeah, that's yeah, sort of underpinned yeah, it yeah 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 um, it's called brand A so I'm, I'm finally giving the, the clothing line finally has its own like place to live online and it's on Instagram because it's always been like oh AB's clothes AB designs this AB, mm-hmm. you know what I mean so um, so brand A but it's it's spelled BR with two brackets and then the A is in between the brackets in the middle then the N and then the D so it looks like brand right with, you know what I mean because yeah. um, I've been I just I just been like kind of uh, annoyed and kind of obsessed with like how Everybody, everywhere is is like trying to brand <laughs> everything, and then just like also just like the the the, the I was at the Kanye West uh, show uh, when he uh, his his uh, tour when he was here a couple of years ago, and he was he had printed um, his his tour merch was on like Gildan T-shirts, which you remember. I mean, they've been around forever. Like the mm-hmm. cheapest T-shirt you can buy. And like his tour merch is printed on a Gildan T-shirt, and it's being sold for like hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. And I'm like, and it, I'm like, so it's just funny to me that like, depending on you know, and, and 
and and around here, like all these local t-shirt brands, right? Like they're all we're we're all buying the shirts from the same from the same place, right. and we're just. And they might print. be printed and fulfilled all through it, and I I just have at an the online same place. cart, you know. And all you do, yeah, yeah. And it's just like it's just like what's on the shirt, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's just like the whole idea that like the shirts are all essentially the same. And it's just like a different brand that's like thrown on it, and like doesn't yeah. matter, doesn't matter like how important is branding, like like just right. like like like. Well, you're kind of owning kinda the, like, the DIY end of it, and just saying it's boiling it down to its simplest form. It's like I'm brand A. Yeah. So so I just think that the. And the new, the new designs I'm pretty excited about, too. So on September 6th in Grand Rapids, um, uh, there's a, an event called Exhibit A. And so it's going to be like, See, it's basically cool like a dance party, street <laughs> festival, modeling, uh, like a yeah, runway show. Um, there's going to be performances, some hip-hop performances. I'm actually going to perform some new songs, so I'm excited about that. Um, Tech Togo's performing. Lady Ace Boogie is performing, who... Um, she's she's amazing. We actually I've just wanted to a, meet her. Actually, I've, I've I've listened to a lot of her music, especially when I was thinking about scoring a certain project, a video oh, project, yeah, yeah, or like yeah. for Art Prize or something. Okay, and I just never got around to finding the right um, ask for her. Oh. but I I'm looking forward to meeting her and and maybe working on some. Well, video you know, I could put you in touch. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can put me in touch with anybody. I want your Rolodex. <laughs> but, um, well, anyway. So, so anyway, like, new, new, new clothing this fall, September. Well, it's still summer, technically, so it's, like, the, the end of summer into fall. But, like, it's a, I think it's a really good time. It's right after the holiday. Um, this is, like, a free event. We're taking over a parking lot and, like, transforming it into... Where's the um, lot? Uh, Zoko. Zoko 822. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, the, yeah, they're yeah. a cool uh, Basque Spanish themed restaurant. That's yeah. a good collab. Oh, for sure. It's going to be perfect. Well, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I, uh, I thank know you we for went having a little, me. little longer, but hopefully the conversation was good enough <laughs> that it values uh, you no, know, dude, the extra this time. Was, this was good. We'll how long, how long, have, you been, we'll how long you. have you been doing You're, this podcast? We are 13 episodes in. Thirteen episodes in. Okay. And so this is episode. Up, this is episode fourteen or episode. 13? Well, I've got a couple in the can. I'm not oh, sure when okay. when I'll get you out, but I try to do. Uh, I for efficiency, I try to shoot two episodes in a day because everything's set up. Okay. And I, you know, I'm investing at this point. I, I it it costs me money to do this, but the um, I enjoy the conversations. It also is an extension of what I'm doing anyway. If I had time, I would, uh, in the years past, I'd ask somebody, hey, you want to come in and do a shoot? Right. It's good for my book. It keeps me working. It keeps me trying new lighting styles. You did some ridiculous things for me today, which I really appreciate, <laughs> which I'll... You've got to go to fullexposurepodcast.com, <laughs> go to AB's episode page, and you'll see the portraits I shot of him. I'll also put links up to your stuff. Uh, on your artist bio and then on there on the what's cool about my website is actually just that you can you'll have a dedicated episode page you can stream the whole audio there you don't have to go off to apple podcasts or spotify you don't have to you can just stream it on the web or uh, and then you'll see all the portraits i shot and then we're going to carve up these videos Uh, Uh, i'll do five or six videos from our conversation that are about a particular subject look at you carve it out multimedia podcasting man that's great Get like in the it. game, maybe. Like Next, I'll be designing fashion. I'll just be wearing yours because you do it way better than me, and I'll be out there killing your brand. You're like, why are the sales so low on this launch? It's like, yeah, because Brian's been wearing all my stuff. I'm not a street ambassador. Keep me away from the street ambassador team is all I'm saying. All right, dude, thanks, man. Well, I enjoyed that conversation. You know, maybe if you see me around town, you'll see me uh, sporting... Uh, AB Streetwear, killing the brand and killing the sales. That's my, uh, those are two of my calling cards. <laughs> I kill brands and I kill sales when I put uh, your your gear on my body. So uh, anyway, check out everythingab.com. It is everything you need to know about AB. Events coming up, stuff he's DJing, how to get a hold of him, links to his apparel brands, uh, buy his t-shirts, buy his uh, hoodies, buy his stuff. It's all really cool. And uh, also, as we were talking, please check out the um, fullexposurepodcast.com website. It is beautiful. I'm telling you, it is. Uh, I'm super proud of that website. My daughter Hannah helped to uh, design it and, and get the, the initial hit, heavy lifting of that uh, 
website up. So fullexposurepodcast.com. Check it out. And uh, you know what? Just have a great week, everybody. I, uh, you know, I'm pumped up and uh, I hope you are too. And uh, let's go get it. All right. Have a great week. <laughs>